0: Hey babes, welcome back to another episode of Holy Babes Podcast. My name is Nisha Pleasant and you are listening to episode number 15. Today's episode is called The Babe is Coming Part 2. So if you have not listened to Part 1, feel free to stop this episode and hop on over to our previous episode. So again, this whole month we will be discussing the events that happened leading up to the birth of Jesus Christ. So we discussed Mary, the mother of Jesus And Elizabeth and Zachariah, who are the parents of John the Baptist. And we compared Mary's response to hearing that she would have a baby versus Zachariah's response. Mary did her thing. Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. This is her talking to an angel when the angel appeared to her, telling her that she would give birth to Jesus. But Zachariah was full of doubt. When the angel appeared to Zachariah telling him that his wife named Elizabeth would be having a child and that their child would be named John because their child was going to be John the Baptist, this is what he says to the angel. Luke chapter 1 verse 18, Zechariah says to the angel, how can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now and my wife is also well along in years. So he is questioning the angel. And he wants to be sure that this is going to happen. He had no faith and he did not believe what it was the angel had said. And because he did not believe, the angel shut his mouth. Now today we're going to be continuing our reading and we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 1 verses 39 through 80, and also Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. And we're going to discuss um, Mary's visit with Elizabeth, and also uh, once Zachariah is able to talk again, what happens with that. And the last thing that we will talk about is Joseph and his response to uh, Mary being pregnant. But before we continue, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we ask that you come and that your presence fill this place, Father God. Ask that you touch each and everyone who is here listening under the sound of my voice, Lord. Ask that you guide my tongue, help me to say the things that you would have for me to teach today, Father God. Ask that you help us to store everything that you give to us in our hearts, Father God. Help us to apply it to our lives, God. Holy Spirit, we ask that you help us to have understanding of everything that we read. Help us to have revelation and to um, interpret everything that we read in the way that we should and not to lean on our own understanding. Just thank you for allowing all of us to be here today and giving us another opportunity to have a relationship with you and to grow in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so let's get into it. First, we are going to be reading Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 66, 67, all the way down to 80. This is where Mary visits Elizabeth. So let's start at Luke chapter one, verse 39, NLT version. So it says, a few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zachariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child, aka John the Baptist, leaped within her and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Mary responded, He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful, for he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. Okay, so we're going to continue reading in a second, but I just want to stop at verse 56 real quick. So Mary visits Elizabeth and when she comes and she visits her, Elizabeth is pregnant right now and well, they're both pregnant, but (laughs) Elizabeth um, is further along. Mary visits Elizabeth and John the Baptist, who she is carrying, who she's pregnant with, he leaps in her tummy when, she hear, when he hears Mary's greeting, when he hears Mary entering into the house and greeting Elizabeth. And when he leaps inside of her, Elizabeth is then filled with the Holy Spirit. So then she comes and she's crying and exclaiming to Mary. She's telling her how blessed she is and how honored she feels about the mother of the Lord who is carrying the Messiah coming to visit her. And then she goes on to tell Mary how she is blessed because she believed that the Lord would do what he said. And it's so important as believers to believe in what the Lord has said he's going to do. Mary, again, she had faith. She did not doubt what the angels had said. She came into agreement to what was spoken over her life. She did not speak against it. She did not speak doubtfully or fearfully. She says, may everything you have said about me come true. Then when you read on to how Mary responds to what Elizabeth said, she goes on. She says, my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. So she realizes how God has chosen to use her and God can use anybody, no matter where you came from, no matter What you've done, God can use you. So Mary acknowledges this and she acknowledges the hand of God and how he has done all these tremendous things. And as Christians, we should always want to follow the calling that God has placed on our lives. So we should be praying and asking God to help us to obey him and follow the calling that He has placed on our lives and help us to listen to his voice and to not go up against the very things that he is telling us and promising us and speaking over our lives. So moving on to the birth of John the Baptist. So remember, I told you guys that Zachariah's mouth was shut by the angel because he did not believe what the angel was saying, right? So now the baby is about to be born, and then we're going to read what happens after he is born. So let's start off back at verse 57, Luke chapter 1, verse 57, and it says, when it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And when her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zachariah after his father. But Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. What? They exclaimed. There is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. They motioned for a writing tablet and to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zachariah could speak again and he began praising God. All fell upon the whole neighborhood and the news of what happened spread throughout Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, what will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was surely upon him in a special way. So I'm going to stop right there for a second. So these people are trying to get Elizabeth to name the baby Zachariah. So they want the baby to be named after the baby's dad. But we already know that the angel told them that their son would be named John. What they end up doing is handing Zachariah a tablet because we all know, you know, the angel shut his mouth, so he's unable to speak. So they give him a tablet to write what he wants the baby's name to be. So he writes, his name is John on the tablet. So this shows us that we should always be obedient. There's so much comes with our obedience and that our obedience shows other people just how God can move on our behalf when we humble ourselves and do what is asked of us. So don't ever think nobody's watching. There are people who see you and when you are obedient to the Lord, they get to see his hand in your life. They get to see the type of God that you serve and they get to see what's going to come out of all this. So just because they're not saying anything to you verbally There may be people who are inspired by your walk with Christ and you may be bringing them closer to God by just them seeing the way that he moves in your life and just seeing your obedience and your submission to him and just um, how your walk and your journey with God is is going. So you have to continue to show people and lead people to God, continue to be a good example because they are watching you. And for some people, you're going to be the first thing that they see before they ever open up a Bible. You're going to be the example of Christ that they see before they ever get to know God and have a relationship with him. You're going to be the first thing that they read before they actually get to read a Bible. So the way you present yourself and how you reflect the love of God is so critical and so important because we want to be sure we're showing people who Jesus truly is. And another thing I want to point out is that Zachariah was not able to speak again until he came into agreement by writing on that tablet that his name is John. Until he finally fully came into agreement with what God had said. Now, remember earlier, Zachariah did not come into agreement with God had spoken. Instead, he spoke against it and did not believe what it was the angel had said. But then after John was born, he came into agreement and agreed that his name would be John and then he was able to speak again and then he began to praise God. So I just want you guys to see the lesson that he learned from this and the lesson that we can all learn from this to be obedient to God and to be sure to come into agreement with the things and the promises that God has spoken over your life and to hold your tongue whenever you you have doubt or lack of faith and pray and ask God to restore that faith, to help you grow that faith instead of you speaking against it and coming to agreement with the things of the enemy or things that are not of God. Um, So let's go ahead and move on to Zachariah's prophecy. You can read this in verses 67 all the way through 80. And again, we're reading Luke chapter one, verses 67, all the way down to 80. And it says, Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty savior from the royal line of his servant David, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant, the covenant he swore with an oath to our ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear and holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. John grew up and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. So, in the last episode, we talked about how John is going to pre- be preparing the way for the Lord. And this is actually something that the angel told Zechariah when he told him that he was going to have a son. In Luke chapter 1, verse 13, all the way down to 17, is where you'll be able to find this. And If you would like, you can also read Matthew chapter 3 if you want a little bit more uh, detail on how John the Baptist prepares the way for uh, the coming of Jesus Christ. And now we're going to read on to our next reading, which will be from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. And we will be discussing Joseph's response to Mary being pregnant. And it says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. The angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit and she will have a son and you are to name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. So Joseph was going to quietly break the engagement Um, He didn't want to disgrace Mary publicly, but um, yeah, he was going to, you know, be done with her. (laughs) Um, That was up until the angel came to him and appeared to him in a dream. And in this dream, the angel tells him not to be afraid and that Mary is pregnant by the Holy Spirit. So the angel confirms that and... After he gets that dream, he's on board after that. But I get Joseph. I understand what's going on <laughs> and why he felt like he needed to break off the engagement. Overall, in the whole message, I need to be a whole lot more like Mary. Um, I think sometimes I'm more like Zachariah. And I'm asking God a million questions. And I'm afraid to move. I'm afraid to walk into what he's calling me to do. I let fear allow me to question him, and I don't move forward in what it is he has already told me. So this was a deep study for me. Um, although, yes, we were talking about the things that led up to the birth of Christ, there's still some deep revelation in all this. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I pray that this has been helpful to y'all and you can apply it to your life because I know that I am. But it looks like we are done for today. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up and pray us out. Father God, we thank you for the revelation that you have given all of us, Lord. I ask that you help my brothers and sisters apply this to their daily lives, God. We ask that you grow them in their faith, God. Help them to be obedient to your voice, Father God. And I ask that you drown out any voices that are not of you, Father God. May they be able to hear you clearly, God, and walk into the calling that you have given them, Father God. May they have the strength, God, and the The courage and the bravery to be able to walk into the doors that you have opened for them, Father God. Ask that you continue to guide their steps, Lord. Ask that the Holy Spirit directs their paths, Lord, that they're able to see where it is that you're trying to take them, God. And not allow fear or anything else to cause them not to follow the path that you have them on, Lord. So we ask that you protect them, Lord, wherever it is that they may go. Let no harm come unto them, Father God. And we plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. I love you so much, but Jesus loves you more. Stay holy and stay blessed. See ya.